0: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. As you know, we've been going on a road trip um, this summer. Last summer we did it looking at historical markers. Y'all still, just this past week, Gary Wilkinson was at a golf course, and there was a historical marker on the golf course. And so he had to tell me about it, and I love it right? Because I'm a nerd and I like these things. And so please send me the cutouts from the newspaper. Send me emails about these places you see on your road trips. I love learning about these. This year, we've been looking at some rather ridiculous things, the roadside attractions. And so he's not here, so I'll call him out. J.B. Clark, a couple weeks ago, the first time when I said, hey, if you know of something, let me know. He must have been in church and texted me because when I got to my phone after church, (laughs) I already had it. So JB, it's OK. You were doing the Lord's work. <laughs> he told me about um, a park in Tupelo, the Tupelo Buffalo Park and Zoo. He said that there's signs all around. He's from Mississippi, and this was the place. Still is. Right? This started as many of these roadside attractions did. This guy, this regular guy, had some buffalo. He's like, I bet people in Mississippi would love to come see these. And so he started to advertise them. It has had upwards of 300 buffalo in this herd. It, at one point, was the largest herd of buffalo east of the Mississippi, right? This is pretty amazing. But what stuck out to JB and what he told me about is there were signs for this everywhere. And y'all know this, right? Like, when you go to see the whatever, you're going to see more of the signs than you will the actual thing, right? Some examples of this. Rock City is this place outside of Chattanooga. And I'm going to see one of these barns when I go uh, to South Carolina to get the boys from camp. There are signs for this one little rock city in states like 300 miles away from this actual thing. This guy didn't just put up billboards. He painted some barns red and uh, sometimes got a donkey to pose for a picture. And, And so this is... It's almost more amazing to me, these barns than the actual thing. It's great to stand up on a hilltop and be able to see seven states, right? Like, it's pretty amazing. But just the effort that this guy, again, a guy, most of these things are just people who are kind of eccentric or ridiculous. They do these things. And so there you can see barns that are billboards. And then if you ever go on I-10, right, out towards Arizona, you're gonna know about the thing. You've seen these if you've been out past El Paso or anywhere. You see these signs, the thing, and you wonder what it is. The thing is like maybe a fake mummified something. Again, it's some a guy. All these are guys too, right? Like, I don't know what that says. Like, we're we're strange folks, and so you see these and you go, and it's a gas station that has like maybe a relic in it, but the signs are what stick out. Closer to home, we have down in Glen Rose, Dinosaur World, right? You know, if you've ever been there, Dinosaur World is full of, like, these giant di- It's probably a guy that built these things or bought them. But here, like, you stick a giant dinosaur up, you put a billboard, say you missed it, right? The signs are extravagant, the signs are big, the signs tell you about these grand things, and you go, and it's like a paper mache dinosaur. Or you go, and it's maybe concrete that's been plastered to look like a mummified something. Or maybe it's just a hillside with a great view. But for my money, my favorite signs for roadside attractions are buckies. <laughs> You've seen them, right? I drove down to Houston and back last Saturday for Gavin's ordination. And if you know, right, like, You've got to get to Centerville. you've got to get down there. It's halfway between. They put up a nice Bucky's. You know, if you go to Austin, if you go, I can tell you where the Buckys is on the way to South Carolina." right? Because you know what you're going to get. And it's a roadside attraction, right? Bucky's is a pretty interesting story. It started as a regular gas station. And this guy was like, a guy again. He's like, "What am I going to do?" And so he he started to build these all over. They just built the largest one in Tennessee, but you know we Texans can't do that. So they're actually building a larger one down in South Texas. So we're going to take that title back. But what strikes me about Bucky's is, what are they advertising? Most of the Bucky's billboards are about restrooms, right? It's not about anything grand. It's not about the thing. It's not about dinosaurs. It's not about a great view. It's not about grand. It's about we are going to do the simple things better than anyone else, and for Bucky's, that actually means they're going to focus on the thing they do. Bucky's, you can't go there with a tractor trailer, right? Some of them have spots for those, but a lot of them they don't because they're going to focus on the car tourists. And so, what are they going to have? They're going to have decent barbecue, and they're going to have the cleanest restrooms you can find. I think that's what Jesus is getting at. Not Bucky's. (laughs) But I think that's what Jesus is getting at in our gospel today. It's not always the grand. It's not always the big. It's not always the monumental. Sometimes it's the simple signs of following him. Matthew 10 that we've been reading through these last several weeks, it's the missionary discourse. It's him standing in front of his 12 disciples, apostles. He's sending them out. He's commissioning them. He's ordaining them. And he's telling them, you're going to go out. You're going to do great things. And if you've been paying attention these last couple weeks, right, like this is not necessarily something I would would sign up to do. He's like, um, go to the lost sheep, proclaim to them, cast out demons, raise the dead, cleanse lepers. Like do these great things that someone's going to put a billboard up and says, cleanse the leopard, you just missed it. Take no gold, no silver, no copper, no bag for your journeys. Wherever you go, accept their hospitality. I'm sending you out like sheep amidst the wolves. Beware of people, they'll hand you over to be imprisoned and tortured. He goes on to say, don't fear those who cannot kill you. He goes on to say, I have not to bring peace but a sword. Jesus says plenty about grand and big and extravagant in Matthew 10 when he's sending out the disciples. But as he's wrapping up this missionary discourse, this is the last thing he says to his disciples before he sends them out. Because he reminds them that the Christian life is, is not all about the grand and the big and the extravagant. The Christian life is about welcoming. The Christian life is about hospitality. The Christian life is about giving a cup of water to someone who needs it. And so on this Sunday where our other readings are about prophets, and prophets who go out and do big things, we're reminded that those of us who welcome prophets, those of us who are kind and hospitable, those of us who offer what we can, we're gonna get the prophet's reward. Because when it comes to serving God, there's no hierarchy. When it comes to serving God, we're all brothers and sisters and siblings pursuing the same mission. And so some people are set apart, like we have our jobs to do, right? Like I'm a priest, I have certain things I can do. Gavin, Io, our deacons, they have certain things. Diana, they have certain things they can do. But, like, my first advice for you, don't do more than, like, you think you should, right? Because when we try to do everything, we don't actually let the people of God do what the people of God are supposed to do. Because the people of God, y'all are the mission of the church. We all together welcome. We all together show hospitality. We all together give a cup of cool water. And so maybe you want to think about how you want to get involved, how you want to, to serve God in this place. One thing we're going to do, I've been here two years now. Gavin's been here two minutes. And so we're ready to like move into the next phase. I think I have a good handle on this place. And so we're the vestry and I started this past spring looking at core values, looking at the mission of this place, looking at who we are who we want to be, and how we want to serve God in this world. The vestry started that work already, and starting in a month or two, we're going to invite everyone else into that work. And we're going to do it in any number of ways. If you were here last week at the forum, I I briefly mentioned that over the coming year, we're going to look at a theme of rooted in faith, growing in love. We, as the people of St. Martin's, we are rooted in a place We are rooted in a faith, we are rooted in a tradition, but it extends well beyond this place. And so we're gonna look at the ways we can grow in love with each other, with our neighbors, and around the world. And so we're gonna have time to come together and we're gonna get to talk about what we love, about this place, what we see as the core values of this place. We're gonna look at our own lives and we're gonna do spiritual gifts inventories and figure out what has God uniquely called us to do What are the things that only you can do in this place? What are the things that only you can do in this place? We're gonna look at our faith and what it means to follow Jesus. We're gonna look at the world around us and what it means to be a beacon of light in a world that that too often wants to overcome everything with darkness. We're gonna spend some significant time doing that. And it doesn't have to be big and grand. We don't have to do everything. In fact, we're gonna burn ourselves out if we as a church, if we as clergy, if we as the people of God try to do everything. We're gonna figure out what we, as St. Martins, are uniquely equipped and positioned to do. And we're gonna figure out how to do that. And so for each of us, right, don't think that we have to do the big grand things. Don't think that we have to sign up for every ministry, except on rally day, when you come there, please sign up for all the ministries. Don't think that it has to be big and grand. Right, Paul talks in some of his letters about some people are called to be prophets, some people are called to be apostles, some teachers, some to do lots of different things. And some of y'all are called to do some of those things. And we want to help figure out what are you called to do and how are you going to do that in this place. We're also going to figure out what St. Martin's is called to do. Because when we put that billboard on 1709, so people drive down, if we put a billboard on 1709, I don't know. We'll have to see what the ROI is on that. (laughs) What would that billboard say about us? what would that billboard say about you as a follower of Jesus? It doesn't have to announce anything big. It doesn't have to announce the greatest, the biggest, the best. What it has to announce is that we are faithful people. What it has to announce is that we are doing the job that God has equipped us and called us and sent us to do. Amen.